basically what we said in this whole parak was that um, the um, when the flame gets closer to the um, the luminary, so it gets it gets uh, bigger and it gets wider. And there's two ways that could happen. One way is that the luminary approaches the candle, and the other is that the candle approaches the luminary. And when um, it's very relevant to this expression, Pashas Kazriya talks all about this. If the woman sees first, the man sees first. The Chizik explains that this is about uh, who makes the first move towards the Eivishter. But regardless, um, there is times of the year, there are times of the year like Teres Meitshuva, or there's just times when, when your Neshama is sensitive to the Baskel, and you uh, have inspiration of Tshuva because the luminary comes close to the spark. And we explained that's the meaning of the Pasuk, Shalom, Shalom, peace, peace to those who are far, those who are near. We asked the question, um, how can someone who has been far be so near? And we explained that it's precisely um, because Ram Hashem Hashem is high and he sees those who are low, and the Abish Davke sees the inspiration of a Yid who, is, who wants to tshuva. And the Abisha comes close to him. We gave the analogy of a carbon, which Shuva is, is compared to a carbon, that uh, the broken spirit is called the carbon to Hashem. And thus, when the carbon to Hashem causes a fire to come from Shemayim, so to a Yid, he has this uh, feeling of brokenness, and he approaches Hashem with his brokenness, so that brings the Abish there to, uh, be, to, so to speak, to be revealed to him. So. <laughs> So in this analogy, what happens is his, he's, he's the spark coming closer to the luminary. So we said in the previous chapter that all of truth has to do with the luminary coming closer to the spark. But see over here, it's not that way. Here the, the spark is coming closer to the luminary. It's not that, it's not, it's not, it's, in, other words, in, the, in the previous chapter we thought that all truva is from the luminary coming close to the spark. That's where most truva comes from. Now we're saying no, there's another way of the truva. Where a yid comes close to the Ebishter by himself, his and which elicits the luminary to to come close to him, and uh, and this explains the, the the our question. The question was, how can you cry and laugh at the same time? And the answer is that this is like a son who has become distant from his father, that in his movement toward towards his father, when he sees his father, what will he do when he sees his father? He will cry and laugh at the same time, and that's why. Um, it says in the Torah, with tears they will come. So why does it say with tears they will come? It says with, with tears they will go. Why is there coming? We didn't say this properly yesterday. Why does it say they'll arrive by the fa- their Father in Heaven with tears? It says that they, they leave their Metziahs, they leave their Gaiva, they leave their Avedas with tears. Why does it say with tears they'll come? They'll be in the basic nation, they'll be crying already. They'll arrive, because when the child sees his father, there is, there. There's two kinds of tears. There's tears of bitterness because of you, you want to get rid of the the, the avarice. That's what we discussed yesterday. Two kinds of tears uh, within the tears of bitterness, and there's another kind of tear, tear of simcha, which of being close to Eivishter. So this, so this guy who has this feeling of I'm in far from my father now, and, and he wants to be closer. In that, in those tears themselves, 
in that approach to the Eivishter, that being close to the Eivishter, that itself, being closer to the Eivishter, also brings tears. It makes it, there's, a, there's a deeper regret and a deeper... Uh, and deeper it's not a regret. It's not a regret. It's a deeper... It's, it's a deeper um, I don't know. It's a feeling of like... You haven't seen... It's, it's a... Feeling of closeness? Feeling of closeness. Like if you haven't seen your, your spouse, I guess, for a long time, you went on a trip and you came back, you want to cry. You know, not because you're regretful, it's just you feel like missed, you know, mm-hmm. miss this person. Right, so... If you see the Rebbe after not having seen the Rebbe for so long, you're going to cry. Right. So... Like an overwhelmed type of cry. Right, so so we didn't explain the second kind of tears yet. The truth is, we only spoke about the first kind of tears, and, we, and it says two kind of two kinds of categories within those tears, where either you're crying because you're like the poor man who just has to remember his issues and right away he cries, or someone who's more arrogant to, um, or someone who some, someone who's not so deeply distraught about his spiritual plight and requires a little bit more meditation. We said that the second kind of person has advantage. Um, the advantage is that. He'll 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 also get he'll be able to get the second kind of tears the t- tears of joy, yeah. The second kind of guy will have tears of joy as well as we'll see what that is. So he's he's a lower level than the first guy, and that's why it requires him to meditate about stuff before he 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 gets overwhelmed with 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 uh, tears. The first guy is so broken by spiritual plight, so 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 immediately he just thinks about where he is and he's right away crying. The second guy is a lower level, but on that we'll see how how he has an advantage as well, yeah. So we'll discuss the first first kind of tears. Someone's texting me this time of day. It's, it's not business, no? Yeah. Sure it's not, not an emergency? Yeah. All hearts seek Especially a broken heart. Hashem is very close to. This is the meaning of someone who is far, who has become close. That he's he was far, but now with his brokenness, he gets closer. Certainly, Hashem rests in a in a truly broken heart, without a doubt. He's revealed to them a lot more than those people who dive into Hashem with great pleasure. The Abish is revealed more to those who are in pain from there where they are, the broken heartedness people, which which uh, is really um it's really it's, it's the people who are Khonaldslan that were who are in rehab and they're all upset at where they are. Their Abish is a lot more in them than he is in, in like, like the Hasidim Matsan Lubavitch who Davin Vaveda for seven hours a day. There's a more of a gilakus and people which are broken. As the Gemara says clear. Bali are greater than Tzadikim. Why the greater? Because they're drawn to Hashem with greater power. There's greater force, greater energy in Bali Shuvah. What's the meaning that they're drawn to Hashem? It comes from their very core and their inside with greater force. It's a lot greater than the attraction of those who serve Hashem only with their souls. Meaning, the people who serve Hashem with their souls, in this context means they serve the Abishter with the pleasure of the Neshamas and their davening and their learning. 
So their attraction to Lakus, their attraction to godliness, is a lot less than those who are trying to run away from death, run away from the uh, uh, run away from where their 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 the uh, mistakes that they've made and and they want to compl- they feel broken about them. The deepest heights and the deepest pits are 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 connected. They're on the same scale. And that's the Pasuk means because the Pasuk says Hashem is exalted and he sees those who are low. So the Pasuk Shat is, although Hashem is so high, he still looks to those who are low. The Rebbe says the opposite. It's because he's high, that's why he sees someone who's low. Because where does someone who's low reach? He reaches Dafka to the way the Abishur is in his highest heights. Where the Abishur is without any Tzimtzumim, that's the one who is shuffle, that the one who is shuffle, he reaches Dafka the Abishur in that place. This is also the explanation of other Pasuk. As Pasuk says, the heavens are my chair, the world is my footstool. And who will I look at? I look at the poor person, the broken spirited one. It sounds like despite the fact he's in Shemayim, despite the fact that the heavens are his chair, he still looks at the poor person. Because he is so high, he cannot, he will not come to a low place only to the lowest of places. Just like there is no measurement to the heights of, when we say the words, the depth of the heights, that, that, that there's no limit to that, so too there's no limits to the lowliness of the lowest of the low. So therefore, Dafke Hashem is revealed to the person who is lowly, and he will Dafke receive someone who's totally broken in inside. He will be able to receive the Aina Miti, the true revelation of Hashem. Within Bali Shuva camp itself, there are many levels. If the bitterness is very deep. He'll draw on the truth of the essence of Hashem more. As the Gemara says a story about Azim Dadaya and Azim Tzisa that they were able to get Ganeden in one moment because an Hashem has left them with their tears. So, Dafka, someone who is who is totally the, so bitter that in the Shem is leaving his body, Dafka, he is able to reach the the essence. and that's the meaning of when the Zayar says with greater power. What's the meaning of those words with greater power? That means they reach a higher place than the yearning of the Neshamas, who um, the Neshamas who meditate in davening. They are also trying to yearn for the Ebishter. But about those Neshamas, the Torah says, who can go up the mountain of Hashem? Someone who has clean palms and pure of heart. If they have clean palms and pure of heart, so they are able to rise according to their level. But by a Shuva, it doesn't have clean palms, doesn't have a pure heart. But the Ebishter comes to him from the highest of heights to the lowest of low, to the lowest of low. 
as in the analogy of the torch and the luminary, that it gets it reaches the lowest of places. And that's the meaning of the words we say in davening. And your right hand is extended to receive those who do tshuva. Even though they're in the lowest level of hell, meaning while they're alive, they're, they're, they're in the lowest level of hell spiritually because of all their various, he accepts in the way they are, as they are still full of impurity, if they'll return to him from there, with bitterness and total subjugation of their hearts, as the Gemara says about Menashe, that although Menashe, the Gemara describes incredible avidus Menashe did, but the, with three lines in the bottom, on page 11, although Menashe is someone who did incredible avidus and Menashe only did tshuva, because Menashe said, Hashem, if you're really there, prove to me that you're there, I'll buy my tshuva, I'll see if you're really there, if I... But the Abishir and the, the Malachs don't accept this guy. Why should he accept him? The Abishir opened up a, a, a dug under his throne of glory in opening in order to accept the Truva Manasha. This is all till now we're discussing the first kind of tears, tears about Shuva because they are very pain in their heart. next column shall simcha. The second kind of tears called tears of joy. This is like the analogy of the child when looking, looking for when he's looking for his father. When that when he sees his father, he will cry and rejoice at the same time. What does that mean? How is he crying and being happy at the same time? Understands it first prefacing the pasuk. Tears, King David says, were my bread day and night. How could tears become bread? How could tears animate you? It's known that the main time for tears is a person meditates about the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash and the destruction of his own Neshama through the sins of his youth. The main concentration of tears of Tikhatsais is about not the specific sins, but it's about the casting off of the yoke of Hashem. which is the root of all sins. All sins come from a yid saying, Ah, I'll do this myself. I don't I don't need to have the yoke of Hashem. What does Prikasel mean? Prikasel means that he walks around wild. In the way of his heart, and whatever he wants, he does without thinking about the apish's presence in front of his eyes at all. That means doesn't enter his heart, doesn't care at all. It is against the will of Hashem. He doesn't care. He's blemishing his soul to destroy completely because he has cast off of himself the yoke of Hashem completely. This is worse than having a heart like stone. Sometimes your heart is like stone, and you don't feel at all the Eivish's presence. Like when a person has is feeling like really up there because he's wealthy, he has kids, and his his parnasas were going well. Or sometimes he had his fifty minutes of fame. Uh, so that that's only a temporary thing. When you when you feel so great about yourself, to attack your heart's like a stone. But that's not as bad as this. 
When he falls off that that high horse and he gets pain by something, if he gets a patch, and his children or something else. So then what's going to happen to this guy who was so arrogant? His heart will get softened. He's going to cry and he's going to tell the I'm sorry for all my various that I did in my youth. And I'll regret his, he'll regret his sins. He'll recognize very clearly that he is, it's bitter and bad that he left Hashem. So, he realizes that he is, um, he realizes that his, his Averis are, are what's paining him. That his Averis have become the whip that has caused this, 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 this new physical challenge that he's experiencing. So, so the guy, so the guy who is, it's open, it's open, it's open. This guy who is arrogant, he is able to, to realize when he falls off the high horse, he's able to realize that, 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 that he has made mistakes. But the guy who is shoiva, the guy who just is wild, I just want to do what I want to do, um, he has a lot, he's a lot worse. Because even if he gets really beaten up, as we'll see tomorrow, Mr. Shem, he's not going to um, he's not going to turn to the Ebishter. Chas It sounds similar, actually, the Rabbi Hashad describes the difference between Zionists and uh, Communists. The Zionists will never do sure. <laughs> Why? Because they have a, a different opinion about, about the whole path where the world's supposed to go. I we're simplifying. But Communists... They're saying there is no Ebishter. So they give me enough. Okay, so they'll, they'll, they'll turn upwards. Okay, well, let's look at this a little more tomorrow. I'll figure it out.